Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> hey! Hey! Uh, uh. I'm black and I'm proud. Hey. What's I'm up, After Buzzers? It's your girl, Char of Char Says So. <laughs> and I'm here with my lovely, 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 lovely co host, English. Hey. How hey. you doing? I'm doing good, girl. Staying busy, you know, booked over here. Uh, yeah, you stay booked. Yes. You stay booked. <laughs> I can't even catch a breath today. I'm like, Lord have mercy. How booked do you guys want me after Buzz? Like, I know I'm a hot commodity. You guys can always find me on Instagram at Pink English as yes. well as on Twitter, English Speaks. All right. We had a little commotion because I spilt my tea, actually. That's why English is out of breath. She ran and grabbed some paper towels, so thank mm-hmm. you for that. But we have a lot more tea to spill we, tonight. We do. We right. do. So, so, is the song going to go on? So, anyway, for starters, what an appropriate episode for this weekend, okay? Yes. Because it was King. It's King's Holiday. Yep. We got the James Brown playing I'm Black and I'm Proud. Right. And Phaedra and the girls did the March on Washington for the 20th anniversary. Well, did they actually do the March on Washington? I mean, well, they, they spoke. They spoke. But let's just start off how the how the episode actually started off. Okay. Now, I know I've said this in the past, English, and you may be able to piggyback off of this, mm-hmm. but Aiden gives me so much baby fever. Yes, he does. He's Every just... time I see him, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to eat him. And then this week, we got a chance to see he had a freaking high top or a little curly top fade. Yes, it was so cute. He is adorable. I loved when they were packing the luggage and... um they had the little cute Louis Vuitton luggage, and I thought it was interesting how Apollo called mm-hmm. and wanted to just touch bases. And it was interesting watching um, Phaedra and Apollo interact with one another and, and how co-parent. the call dropped. Uh, yeah. Well, don't they only give you 30 minutes? I've only had one friend call me from jail once. From I don't know. Cell. I don't have people calling me from jail. Listen, okay, you know English always throw shade, sh- throw shade at me, guys. You know, I don't have jailbirds calling me, but if you guys do want to call me, my number is... Uh, just kidding. <laughs> okay, so then we go on to... Um, so, yeah, we're at the trip. Mm-hmm. Let's just jump to the trip really well, fast. Well, let's answer these questions really quick, because uh, before we keep seeing where is Jesse, where is Courtney, don't fill our, our feed with that. Yes, we know you guys miss them, but let's just clear the air now. Yes. Jesse has moved away. 
Just kidding. Jesse is under, feeling under the weather. He was actually here and he had to leave because he was really sick. Um, the weather in California has been unpredictable and it's been up and down. It's been very shifty. Very shifty. So, you know, say a prayer for Jesse that he does feel better. Um, Courtney has other obligations. Do you know, you guys, we stay booked. So we do. And then we found out it was just us two and we're like, we can do this. We got this. You know, we don't always see eye to eye, but that's what's going to make this a good show, right? right? So ask us any questions you guys want in the Twitter or in our, uh, YouTube feed. And let us know what you guys think. Let's get back into this episode. Okay, so at this trip, Mm -hmm. the girls go to D.C. Mm -hmm. I have to ask you before I answer my own question. Yes. What kind of trip did Kim Fields think this was going to be? You know, I honestly have to agree with Kim on this trip. I thought that it was going to be a little bit different. I thought that How they, so? I thought that they were going to be in the marching and the boys were going to be able to see, you know, like monuments and, you know, get a chance to see a little bit of more Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. in opposed to sitting in a room with Congress people and they're not understanding what these people are talking about. So I get it. It wasn't for children. It wasn't, but I mean, I feel like, you know, with all due respect to Kim, Mm -hmm. I feel like even if it were actual like marching and things like that, Sebastian would have still been been complaining. And what's her little one, the little two year old? He would have still been crying. Yeah. So I feel like it was a lose-lose situation. Well, I was really surprised to see Sebastian's behavior. I mean, she needs to teach him some uh, microphone etiquette. Once they have that mic on you, you are liable to, they are liable to take those sound bites and put it anywhere. Okay, sir, you are, he gave them exactly what they wanted to hear. What he was calling it stupid and this and that. And it's like, how ungrateful, mm-hmm. how disgusting for a child. I mean, why weren't you surprised? Um, I was not surprised. You know what? I'm going to save that for later on in the show. Cause okay. I literally, we're going, we're going to go in the sequence of the show. And you all know at the beginning, it's typically a little choppy with their intro scenes. Right. So then we go to Kenya's little cardboard house who she, it was, she swears it was supposed to be done. Right. And her, uh, general contractor told her it was going to be gone. She's been gone for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Cynthia shows up. And they have a conversation about Kenya's recent trip to Detroit, where she attempted to reach out to her mother, which we talked about last mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about that? I felt like, well, before I ask you what you think, I'm going to tell you what I thought. Okay. I thought that, for one, I hope that uh, Cynthia had good insurance because those steps she was walking up looked a little faulty. It looked like a ladder. And she had the, the, the uh, hard hat on. Yes. But I also thought that uh, Cynthia was being just a little insensitive. I think that she turned it to towards herself and was like, you know what, I'm going to go because, you know, you know, I don't want, you know, this is such a horrible thing that has happened to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave. If you're a friend and you're wanting to show support and your friend has invited you here, you guys are having such a, you know, sensitive conversation as a friend. I would think that you would lend some support and help and say, you know what? Let's talk about this. How did this make you feel? I understand she's not a therapist, but when, when I talk to my friends, if something has happened to them, I always say, how are you feeling right now? How yeah. did this make you feel? What do you think next time could you learn from, you know, just like she having was... a real conversation, but she turned it to herself and was like, you know, I'm just going to leave because I don't want to start crying. You know, the thing that was really tricky 
triggering to me is uh, when she brought up, you know, your mom could have just answered the door. Face me. Mm-hmm. Tell me that you hate me. And I don't think it's a matter of hate. No. I don't think Kenya's mother hates her. No. It's just a matter of there's no connection there. And I And agree. that happens. And that's... And once we... We'll get further into that when we get to Patty Mayonnaise's segment. Oh, God. But um, I felt the same way. I don't think her mother hates her. Yeah. Yeah. This was a jam-packed episode. We have a lot to cover. Okay. So, um... So then we jump back to the Phaedra situation. Right. And I thought that it was so funny. We we ju- we already touched on the co-parenting, but mm-hmm. I thought it was so funny how um, Apollo was uh, kind of reprimanding Aiden. Mm-hmm. And I loved how um, Apollo mentioned that you're not going to get a sticker. You're not going to get a reward for everything. Right. You are expected to do well. Right. But it's like, how much how much disciplining can you do from over the phone? behind the bar. Well, I mean, he did say, you know, I can, you know, I'm gonna get you or you know. In eight years, dad. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I mean, Aiden was like, yeah, daddy. Like, he knew to a certain degree. I mean, hopefully he put that fear inside of Aiden. Yeah. Do you see something in the chat room? Well, you know, David asked, did we see the picture of Kenya's mother? No. I have never seen Kenya's mom. No. Let me see if I can pull it up. Where should we find it, David? Tell me where I can pull that up. I feel like they look alike, though, because Kenya doesn't look like um, Troy from Waiting to Exhale. What? (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I thought I really, really liked those moments because I don't think I've ever seen Apollo... And correct me if I'm wrong, guys. The ABTV, RHOA family. I don't think I've ever seen Apollo behave in a mature manner. No. I just look at him as just a big kid with responsibilities. Like Todd. Him and Todd, to me, I feel like, you know, they're on the same level. They're both... I If Todd tried to give me direction, I am not going to listen <laughs> to Todd. Just as well as I'm not going to listen to Apollo. Sorry, I probably won't listen to Greg, and I sure as hell ain't going to listen to Peter. So, who can we listen to? Jesus... Yeah, I mean, hey. That's it. There's a bomb in Gilead. (laughs) So then, now we delve even further into the Washington, D.C. trip. By the way, let me comment on Kenya's mom. Do you think this is all her hair? It looks a little wiggy. I don't know. I don't know. We will see where where she got her hair from. Right. But I don't know. She doesn't look like either one of her parents if this is indeed her I think she looks like her dad. I think Kenya did look like her dad when she was with him last week. I Hmm. think she looked like her dad. So we see a sharp, 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 sharp contrast when we go to D.C. Because mm-hmm. Phaedra knows what she's doing. You travel with a team. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kim, Kim is someone who I look at as hiding behind her motherhood, hiding behind her family. Because mm. without that, what would be her excuse? I feel like she just find a different one. Well, I am a mom. Like, like that was the the theme of this episode with Kim. Right. I'm a mom. I'm taking care of an eight year old and a two year old. So we see, like I said, we see sharp contrast. We see Phaedra getting her makeup done. She has like I think two babysitters, mm-hmm. two nannies, mm-hmm. and Kim, on the other hand, has Sebastian running around with what's her y'all? What's her youngest son's name? Who knows, Batty. Anyway, he's eating the waffle, and it looked like Kim was getting herself together, which she might have been, like her own hair and yeah, makeup. Yeah, yeah, she looked. She sounded like she was in the bathroom getting herself together. And you know, I I can respect a mom that wants to do everything on her own. I don't think that as a 
as a parent, just because you've decided to have kids, you have to bring a team. That is true. I, I respect that she's, you know, trying to do it all on her own. And in her mind, she's thinking this is a play date. This is time for the boys to be able to get to see Washington, D.C., to be a part of such a pivotal point in history to be you know sitting on a stage or listening to speeches that maybe they may not comprehend right now but in the future they can have pictures and say you know I was there on the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March but I don't think that Phaedra's intentions were to have a play date I think for the sake of the show and for the sake of trying to bring other kids and little guys and Mm -hmm. you know you know, our future of men. She thought that she was doing good, but I don't think it, I don't think it did any justice. Well, I mean, I see that, but then I don't see that because I just feel like Kim should have, you know, it, it might be something triggering from her childhood because we don't know if Chip Fields had the team when little uh, Diavion and Regine were being raised. Right. So we don't know if Chip Fields had the team. Uh-huh. So that may trigger Kim to want to be more so of a hands-on mother. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But it was very distracting. And I, uh, me as a viewer, I don't know about you all or you. Uh-huh. Me as a viewer, I was very annoyed by Kim this episode. Like, extremely annoyed. Like, yeah. why are you here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can get it. But you know what? As a parent, too, certain things you don't want to introduce to your child without you being able to give them a background or history. Maybe she hasn't had that, you know, race talk with her she son. She needs to. Because her son, Sebastian, and I don't like, you guys know that I don't like to drag the kids. Yeah. However, Sebastian seems extremely pretentious. He seems like he is capable, not that other kids aren't, Mm -hmm. but Sebastian seems like he is on the path to growing up to being a total asshole. Yeah, he seems very mature for his age, but then with maturity as a child, then there's also the other side. They're going to have an opinion. They're going to speak out of line. They're going to talk too much. But you know what? Phaedra's kids were well behaved. Yeah, but, but they, they are may be younger. Used to it. And they're younger. They are younger. That is true. You know, but you know, I get it. Cer- cer- p- certain parts of how she handled it, I was like, okay, Kim, you know, Spe- calm down. Like the next scene that we're about to jump into with the state representative for Florida, uh, <laughs> Frederica, is it Frederica? Frederica S. Wilson yes. with her bedazzled red I cowboy hat. I loved it. I wish I could have one. She was my kind of girl. Yes. She was my kind of girl. But, yeah. So then they, they go there. Aiden is, of course, still, you know, making everyone's uterus flutter because he is just adorable mm-hmm. in this scene, mm-hmm. even more adorable. And uh, Senator... Wilson, is that her last name? Yeah. Senator Wilson sits down and gets to talking the real issues. Yeah. And I don't know if it was edited this way, but this is where Kim was really kind of annoying me. Mm-hmm. Um, when, uh, the senator was talking about black boys and how black boys are so heavily policed and judged and how not everybody likes black boys mm-hmm. and the stereotypes and, uh, people from her, this little black boy from her organization even asked her, is there a jail for white people? Because he's so used to just seeing his own, you know, right. not saying that we, you know, MLK Day, we don't do some messed up things. But I mean, let's call a spade a spade in this situation. Right. So I, I felt personally that the conversation was totally appropriate. Why wouldn't that be appropriate for eight-year-old Sebastian? I think it would have been appropriate if there were 
if there were other kids around and they're asking these questions because I'm sure even if he didn't he hasn't had the race talk he's living in Atlanta it's a predominantly there you know there's so much history there you can't help but learn about Martin Luther King in school because Martin Luther King did come from Atlanta you he can't, is literally white people's figurehead for black history right everything and, gets thrown back to Martin Luther you can't say anything online without you know as as far as race is involved right. without right. some you know person that's not of color throwing MLK Jr. in your face. Right. So therefore, I think it would have been a great platform for them to have invited maybe other kids there. So when they are asking these questions, they're getting children's, you know, they're getting children's ask, children asking the questions mm-hmm. that may provoke him to ask a question that maybe he's had if his parent has had has not had this conversation with him. I see. But as as adults sitting around talking about it, I think it does come off as abrasive and harsh for a child to comprehend why don't why don't they like black people? Because then when a kid goes walking around, they're like thinking, you know, oh, this white person doesn't like black people. And it's not about that. It's more about, you know, there's history to it. There's a re- there's not a True, reason, but, but you, it's happened. But you learn about things like that. And I think me, I'm just looking, maybe I'm being selfish and one-sided because I was a very nosy child and I was always in trouble for being in grown folks business. So if I had an opportunity to sit around with my mom and her friends yeah. and be in grown folks business, I'm in it. Yeah, but as, So it's like how does this not interest you? Well, because you know, as a girl, I know I was real nosy uh, growing up with my mom wanting to listen to all their stories and you know, them playing Mary J Blige and Heartbreak and your daddy did this and this daddy did that. But I do know that a lot of those things my mom wouldn't have wanted to expose me to at that age. My brothers weren't trying to listen to it. I was trying to listen to it because I'm a girl. So it's different when you're telling girls things and it's different when you're telling little boys things. I still think, I think the whole way that the episode was painted, because what I failed to mention is she didn't get to ride in the, what's it called? The Mercedes Benz bullet. Well, she was late. She was late. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, like I said, I don't know if it was edited this way, but when she was walking, Walking into uh, yeah. the place, she was like, "Oh, I didn't even have my coffee this morning." And she it was just seemed like a series a of complaints, and, and I just, just like, was over it. And just like her complaining, you know, like, "Oh, we got in at two o'clock in the morning." I mean, ma'am, you know what time you're filming. You know what time. You know what you're going there for. Mm-hmm. If you can't make an obligation to be up on time, you know you have to do. If you're gonna, That's I get it. If thing. you're gonna complain, the there was single, an itinerary. If you're what did you compl- think this was gonna be? Right. If you're gonna pull the single mom card, you have one kid right now. Then you make sure you got to be on point. You don't have to use that single mom as an excuse. But I do understand her point as. This was too much for a child to I, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I don't think this was too much. He's okay. eight. This is the world that we live in. And especially, I know that if I was privy to information like this through books, because I was a reader growing up, mm-hmm. not a reader, as Nene says, but an actual reader. Right. If I was privy to this information when I was eight, living in this social media world where everything's just a click away, it's, it's going to, ha- like, he's eight. And I'm sure he already knows that he just is pretentious to me. Yeah. He's pretentious to yeah. me. I agree with that. Um, by the way, did you see the mid-season trailer that I tagged you in? Yes. When they're going to call Kim's husband's sexuality into question? Yes. It's going to get good. It looks like it's going to get good. It's definitely going to get good. Um, the, the clips that they did have of him, Mr. Bojangles, and him doing all that... 
I mean, he does, but I said that from the beginning. I said, something is up with Kim's husband. It looks like he has a little sugar in his tank. And I know everyone always says that I say this about everybody's <laughs> husband, but I'm just saying. Well, now we're moving on. So we go to Kenya's rental home <laughs> and you hear a dot, 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 dot. And it's Aunt Lori. And her daughter, Shay, who kind of looks like Tra- Trina Braxton. Yes, she, she does. She kind of has a Trina Braxton affectation yeah, to her. She does. Because uh, I thought, I was like, why is Trina Braxton and Aunt Lori sh- showing up to Kenya's house? <laughs> but you all know me. I'm always pulling some pop culture reference. Right. So anyway, um, they sit down. Kenya offers uh, Aunt Lori and cousin Shay yeah. something to drink. And they get the red wine and they sit down. And Lori opens the conversation up. Like Now, you all know that I stand by. Typically... Black women with uh-huh. fades are some of the most zen people that I have ever met. I don't know what goes on. Maybe it's with that decision. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's puka shells and the boosie fade. So it's just, it's the just peace. Fade. It's peace. Yeah. You know? And patchouli oils patchouli. and stuff. <laughs> right. So um, she sits down and she says, you know, she loves her sister. Mm-hmm. I love you, Kenya, mm-hmm. but I love my sister. Right. And um, she says that she feels that. Kenya's sister. Do I have lipstick on my teeth? No, I was checking to see if I did because I. You I know, can't, you yeah. know, you sub, you you know, you subliminally tell me things. But anyway, right. um, she says that she feels that Kenya's mom had every right to give her child up. She was very young, and this is coming from Aunt Lori, someone who knows both sides mm-hmm. and who has been there essentially from the beginning. Right. So, um, and Kenya, who- and she feels that Kenya never looked at the other side, and then Kenya corrects her. Mm-hmm. And says it wasn't that my mom didn't want me. It's that my mom never acknowledged me, which is two different things. Right. So this episode is completely different from what we saw last week. Last week, it was all about King is it was almost like King has never seen her mom. She's never had the opportunity to even have a talk with her mom or mm-hmm. she's never, you know, I can't I you know, I can't even reach my mom. This week we hear that Kenya has been in the same room with her mom, her for mom years. for years, Christmases, Thanksgivings, Easter, holidays. So you get a chance. So why that goes back to my question of last week? Why bring the cameras to see your mom if you've had? Obviously, you've been in the same room with your mom. Why didn't you have these convers? If you want answers, and she she's sitting she in couldn't. front, but if- she said she couldn't. Her mother would not. She said her mother talked to everyone else in the room except for her, but and that's traumatizing. But, but you know what? Just that's like, but just like, just like going back to what Cynthia said. If you're agreeing with Cynthia, then if your mom is standing there in front of your face, why don't you just say, "Hey, do you not want to talk to me? Tell me to my." How face. do you know that when she? How do you know that Kenya didn't try that, and her mom was like. Well, say, but, say, hey, do you not want to talk to me? Hey, Shar, do you not want to talk to me? Then take it as that. Then that's an answer. Silence. Pass the potato salad, Lori. Yeah, silence is answer. And I and I agree. You know what? The unfortunate situation is that her parents, uh, uh, whatever her name, Kenya's mom's parents, mm-hmm. put instilled this thought in their daughter's head that they that she doesn't need to have this child out of wedlock they don't want to see the child she gave her child away she it's gone out of sight out of mind not everybody who's had a child feels or that's given their child up for adoption has to go back and reach back and have a relationship with that child 
unfortunately, how damning does it sound and how sad it sounds and all of that. There are tons of people who have kids who have no connection with their children. Yes, and that live in the same house with them every day. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I have to agree with Aunt Lori here. Aunt Lori's like, let it go. It may sound crazy and it sounds sad, but your mother there's no other way to put it. But Your mother does not want to have a relationship with you. And clearly something was triggered because Aunt Lori mentioned that she left uh, Kenya's family reunion. Remember those obnoxious pink t-shirts and, last week? And Aunt week? Lori ain't about the fakeness, okay? Yeah. She's not about to... It was a fake family reunion anyway. But she left because something triggered in her sister. Right. And she said... Uh, can you please tell Kenya to stop? That's what Aunt Lori quoted mm-hmm. the sister or someone close as to saying. And but what I find so messed up about it is um, Che chimed in mm-hmm. and she said that the family has never talked about it because that it's a sensitive situation. That is a problem. And I find that a lot of the times in families, whether they be of color or not of color, but particularly of color, because I'm speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. I went to HBCU, you know, you know, different people. So right. of color, there is a lot that happens. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And it's never discussed. And yeah. that is extreme. That, that can be extremely problematic. Mm-hmm. You got to get stuff out there. You have to talk about it. You have to wipe the slate clean. You do have to wipe the wipe the slate clean. But you know what? You know, hopefully they believe in Jesus Christ and hopefully that, you know, they're able to pray and let God say to them, you know what, this is your time to talk to Kenya. Maybe she's had a moment to talk to Kenya and Kenya didn't want to hear it. We don't know the full story. Each week we're getting pieces and bits and pieces of each, you know, all these things. One week Kenya has never ever seen her mom. This week she's been to Christmases and Thanksgivings and holidays with her mom and her mom ignores her. And then now it's like, oh, I want to talk to my mom. You've had the opportunity to talk to your mom. Talk to your mom when you see her face to face. If she doesn't want to talk to you she doesn't want to talk to you if she's not ready to talk about it who's to say right now is the time that she has to talk about it um one of the viewers said that kenya will do anything for a storyline i totally agree agree and you know what and that's why we see nini is back just like we got a chance to see in the preview i think kenya is riding off of the villain role she decided to be the grinch Mm -hmm. which we'll see later on in the season um, she's right. She's trying to be the mean girl. And I think it's coming off now as trying. You are trying to do this mm-hmm. and it's not working. Yeah. Nini is a real life mean girl. I love Nini forever, but she's mean. We'll get to Lanethia Monique Leakes. Yes. Cause I'm I, a chip and salsa kind of girl. Cause I Me said too. what I said <laughs> and what I said was, Whew. what so, did you say? Um, Aunt Lori basically wraps that conversation up with saying, it doesn't matter what happened. It's time to let go. I totally agree. Right. Let's move on. So now we're at the pink house where Phaedra's hosting her luncheon with all of the U.S. senators. And mm-hmm. we hear Sebastian mic'd up. I'm on this stupid trip <laughs> with and these stupid, stupid Congress people. And this, stu- and then they get in the house. Oh, they don't have anything that I like. And da, 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 but wait, da, da, da. Aiden kind of ha- had a little uh, one line there too. He's he like, did. when I get back to the hotel, I'm. I, that's when I'm eat. I'm yeah. going to mini bar, mom. He's like, how did they? They they don't know what I want. <laughs> I'm personally not a fan. Y'all know I eat damn near anything, but I'm not really a fan of fruit in my salad. Really? I'm just not. Like it's it a California thing. Occasionally, I'll have an apple in it. Okay, but it's I'm I'm more so cut and dry vegetable. Get me some vinaigrette. Okay. I'm more of a savory. Okay. Like I'm not a fr- a fan of berries and mandarin oranges and stuff in I my think salad. It's, I think it's totally a West Coast thing because I feel like I've been eating berries and things in my salad since I was like five. 
So they sit down. By the way, hashtag Hey Cairo with a K. We'll get to it, Sheree's right. son. Yeah, he's six cute. six, but he's nineteen. But he's six six. But anyway, um, so Kim ends up leaving mm-hmm. because her youngest son is throwing a bit of a tantrum, and she storms out and says, "This is not for kids." Sebastian's like, "Are you mad at me? No, I'm mad at this. This is not for kids." And they go back to the magic bullet thing, the Ben's truck, yeah, and they have a happy meal. Right. The luncheon continues, and then Sheree goes to go check on Kim. Mm-hmm. So, I have to ask you, Miss English. Yes. Do you think Kim was being, as Sheree put it, disrespectful? Do you all think that Kim was being disrespectful by leaving the luncheon? I'll let you answer first. Well, it it seemed kind of weird that it was only, it was this whole big table set up for all these people, all these place settings, but it was only like five of them. The kids weren't sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes back to what I was saying before. I think in Kim's Kim's mind, she was thinking because Phaedra started off as, you know, I'm doing this because of, you know, her organization that she has for boys. I'm thinking there's going to be boys there. These boys are going to be able to listen. You know, some boys there, they're going to be able to listen to these Congress people. You know, they're going to be able to sit around and grasp some kind of information that's age appropriate. Interesting but, observation, though. Interest. I hate to c- cut in on you. Remember your thought. Interesting observation. Kim brought her kids to this trip and was complaining the entire time, saying it wasn't kid appropriate. But we read reports that later on in this season, when they go to that island, that she showed up with her the the production sent out a paper saying no kids. This is w- ladies only. Right. Turn up R H O A season whatever, and she shows up with her kids. So it's kind of like what. I don't think... I think she doesn't have... She hides behind it. Yeah, she does. She hides behind the motherhood. She does hide behind it, but I do think... Where were the kids? You know, the kids were there. The kids... Where was Aiden? Where was Mr. President? Where did they go? They were with their nannies. Yeah. The team. So it wasn't for kids. If if they were going to come sit in the back room with their nannies, which... Kim didn't bring. I think if she knew, you know what, pit, bits and pieces, the kids are going to be able to sit and listen to this. The kids are going to do this, but part of it, we're going to need to sit around. Maybe you should think about bringing a nanny or paying my nanny some money yeah, really. to watch the kids. I was thinking that I would have cut uh, Phaedra's people a check. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, if but she Kim wanted to, very, but I don't right. think that Kim wanted to be there either. That's I don't think she wanted to be there, was. and that's what I mean. She hides behind her family. She if she didn't have kids and she was just on this show with her husband, it would be all about her husband. She is something. I wonder how I would have loved to see Kim on this show without anybody. Who would she have hid? Who would she have hid behind? Like prior to meeting her husband, prior to having kids, mm-hmm. she seems like maybe something happened. Like she had no so- social circle. And I get that everybody's not a social Sally, but it's something behind Kim's dodging, dipping and dodging. You it's think some- so? Yes, it's something behind <laughs> it. Did something happen on the set of Living Single? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's something behind her interactions Did with Kyle women. Did Kyle jump in her bed? Right. Did she get into it with Maxine Shaw, attorney at law? <laughs> so, um, wait, did Khadijah, uh, <laughs> Khadijah wait. don't need you. Right. See ya. Remember that episode? Right. Wait, what was, um, Queen Latifah's name? Khadijah. Yeah, it was Khadijah. Khadijah Sinclair, Maxine Regine. Yes. 
So uh, maybe they didn't put her on the, the record label. Who knows? By the way, I love that they cut to Phaedra. I mean, uh, Portia's shady underground railroad clip when she was talking about how her grandfather was such a pinnacle in the civil rights movement. I shady. I, re- I rewound it like four times. Like I can't believe Portia has said this. The shade. But then they they brought it up at exactly the point where they were talking about how great her grandfather was and you know his yeah. you know like she has big shoes to fill and then it's and like and then it cuts, cuts to the when oh, they Portia. suffocate cuts of the smoke but anywho uh, so now we jump to Candy is having this big family dinner she has my fave Aunt Bertha I stand for Aunt Bertha yes. ever since she did that scene when she said something like and Todd brought it to Candy yeah. with the bullshit like that was yeah. like yeah. I was screaming at my TV so I stand for Aunt Bertha she actually reminds me of one of my aunts my mom's oldest sister shout out to my Aunt T right but anywho they um, hey, Aunt T I don't like the name of the restaurant Old Lady Gang no. that they're and the whole about. concept here we go again it brought me back to when Todd decided you know what we should have this play Candy needs to realize Todd when Todd has these ideas and creative thoughts that's when Candy loses out on some money okay mm-hmm. we got a chance to see A Mother's Love flopped and flopped. Phaedra made him a a a comment a mother's yes. love yes. yes she did yes she did Ooh, but um but yes i think that candy needs to wait until she is fully done with being pregnant mm-hmm. and her baby is well and old enough because we saw when todd did lead something that candy's name was behind that it didn't work Todd's stupid idea to have a wanted poster of these grannies by the way candy posted it it's created. She oh, posted, so it's real. Yes, she so, posted it. It said that's how I found out about it prior to the episode because you know the the East Coast gets it before we do. Right. Candy posted it to her Instagram. It's up now. It's all three of the ends. It's a wanted poster, and it's for the old lady gang. It's stupid. The concept is so stupid. Let's see what I do hate. I don't hate Todd because I'm a Christian, so you're not supposed to hate anyone. But Wendy, Wendy, one of the commenters said, "Mama Joyce was drunk as hell at that dinner." Not Todd. I love you. She loved everybody. Yes, she did. She was feeling good. But you know what? Mama Joyce knows what she's doing. She knows how to get the ratings up. Mama Joyce knows exactly how to be Mama Joyce. She brings it every time, and she's so fake and phony it's ridiculous you would you would think that Phaedra was her daughter <laughs> hold I still like Phaedra despite her transgressions I still like Phaedra and I would love to see Phaedra on uh, Potomac I'd love to see her we'll talk no, about we that had later, a whole. Though. we will be doing Potomac guys we so will watch be doing Potomac in about Shout out 20 to minutes we will be doing Potomac so um Fast forward back to D.C. Okay, so the family dinner, all they did was talk about the restaurant. Bertha was not here for it. I liked my name, too. The Great Escape, where you can just kick it. That's that would have been perfect. Old Lady a, Gang. Old Lady Gang is stupid. But you know what? Latasha and Letitia, or whatever the sisters' names are, they might have sued her. Because you know how in Vogue got into that messy little scuffle oh, about yeah, the name? Yeah. So and, who knows? And Tiny. Yeah. No, Tiny and Candy are really good friends. Yeah, but maybe she, she wants ain't a cut a of that check, check right? You know what <laughs> right, I'm right, right, right. Okay. So uh, now we're back in D.C. I thought Portia looked really cute. I thought she looked presentable and age appropriate, but apparently Phaedra didn't. She said uh, uh, Portia looked like she brought Thoughtville to D.C. and her booty was on display. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked cute. Um, so then we get introduced to Bay, 
Cairo Whitfield. Sheree's mm-hmm. 19 year old, 6'6. He's 6'6. So, six, how, six, many, how many women do you think were scrolling trying to find his Instagram? Last I went night? down in his DM. Oh, you did? No, I didn't. Shut I didn't. Up. I thought about it, though. I thought, of, and you're lying if you said that you didn't think about it. That man I, was fine. N- well, not at night. He, I no, know, baby. I know. He's still, he's, he's not six, a man. Six. He's 19. Okay, well, okay. anyway, Portia, sis, I clocked. I know what she was on. So right. she's like, you sick, six? Uh, yes, Latasha and Tamika. <laughs> Thanks, mm-hmm. Trini boy. I'm thinking Latoya, Latavia, all, you know, all the ex-members of everything. <laughs> so, um, so he jumps on the bus. Phaedra's like, oh, you're legal. Sheree's like, legal for what? And it's like Phaedra had to catch herself. Not like that, not like that. And I love how Sheree in her confessional, she said, uh, back off. Boo. You right. know, it's a reference to the who gonna check me. Boo. Boo. Right. So then they go to the actual March ceremony. And in fairness, before I mention how Kim random, like, just left, like, what did you go on this trip for? If you were looking forward to, like, what you were saying with all the marching and stuff and expose your kids to that, you left. I, you can't tell me with the way Phaedra is set up. You can't tell me that Kim Fields didn't get an itinerary. Phaedra wasn't out there just winging it, as Chrissy Jones said on Love and Hip Hop. But you never she know. She wasn't out there winging it. But you never know that if Phaedra decided, you know what, I want to have, this is my episode, and she created, you know, this whole thing, um... You never know what Phaedra did. She decided that she wanted, you know, let's have a play date. That's how she gave the preface of the situation. This wasn't a play date. This was a play date for grown adults. And you wanted, you decide to bring your kids along so they could be a part of history. Well, I agree with Phaedra when she said, I have 15 jobs. Just like, you know, I get getting your coin, but girl, take some time out for the struggle. Right. Moving on. Um. Oh, Yeah. Phaedra ended up bringing the Mothers for Justice United to talk to the ladies after a day of speeches. Yes. Uh, like Portia said, power to the people, but power to the damn sandwich, too. I'm hungry. She was asking people for snacks, right. snacking on the Cheez-Its. Yes. So um, it was an emotionally triggering scene. Wouldn't you agree when the I, moms were talking? Totally. And, and, and it really triggered or really brought tears to my eyes when the mom said, you know, you're sitting here with your boy right now. I miss my son. And you could tell, like, when they're hugging this boy, it's like, they're, it's like they kind of have a little piece of their son because they're seeing the future. They're seeing where their sons could have been. And it's super, it's, it was such a, a really realistic scene. I mean, we're watching reality TV, but this was the only reality that I was able to. This pull. is real. Yeah, it was real. This it was is real. real. And it's very heartbreaking to see um, that it's not just the people that we get to see in the media, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like T- Tamir or Trayvon Martin or Sabrina Fulton and all the other all, girls, yeah. Mike Brown's mom and Tamir Rice's mom and um, Eric Garner's wife. We get and a chance to see that there's tons of other parents out there that have yep. experienced the same exact thing. And it's, it's heartbreaking. It we was, have to make some kind of change. And I think it's a great idea what Phaedra is doing. You know, it's... And she definitely brought awareness to it. She like, definitely brought awareness. And it was very appropriate for today. And, f- you know, the episode was a necessity. Unfortunately, we get a chance to see with the good, we got a chance to see the bad, which was... Kim's behavior uh, to mm-hmm. a certain degree, but you know. Well, we're done talking about Kim and her okay. pretend- Kim's pretentious Let's ass. Let's get it to me. We're about please. to. We're about okay, to. Okay, we so, only have like ten minutes. Peter 
said the same thing I said. Girl, what? you laid this spread out like the Pope is coming. Yes, he sure. He, you they know. had all my faves. Yes. Wine, red wine. Yes, the olives, pita chips. Chips and guac. Yes. Chips and salsa. Yep. The Hormel pepperoni tray with the pepper jack cheese and the yep. Colby jack on they the other side. They didn't come with the uh, caramel apples no, now. No, nothing healthy. Nothing no. healthy. So Cynthia really got on my damn nerves in this scene and I'm going to tell you why. Why? First of all, I have to acknowledge Lenethia's intro. Bravo, you all did that. The music bed the way that the camera was shuddering I got excited yeah I got excited for yeah. Nene coming on and Did she you looked all? and she looked good besides her hair she looked great yeah her wig needs it needs to be tweezed around the hairline a little bit it's too bulky around the hairline it doesn't make sense so it needs to be tweezed a little bit if you wear wigs or closures or frontals then you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm so anyway sorry my phone just locked so here we are at Nene's house Cynthia was it just me or did she, did she seem like she was like flirting with Nini at one point there was the hair tr- uh, twirling she seemed so enamored that's, she totally that, was glowing that's her with Nini I mean it it brought me back to last year or the year before I can't remember when they fell out I think last season was all about their fallout but the year before that's how the last she, two years has been seems like it's been about their fallout yeah but that's how we're getting back to that's how Cynthia really was with Nini. She loved the ground Nini walked on. Face stuck. We yes. gotta acknowledge that when she did the candy. Right. Face stuck. Right. Candy. Boom. Pick, pick your face up off the ground. <laughs> Nini back, y'all. So, uh, so yeah, to me, watching Cynthia interact with Nini, I felt like Cynthia looked like a little kid on Christmas Eve. She mm-hmm. was just too excited. Why would you give someone all of that? Yeah. And then she really made me mad. First of all, I like how Brent and Noelle kept in contact despite yeah. mommy's beefing. Right. You know, they were Snapchatting and stuff. Um, but speaking of Snapchat, girl, I'm going to need you to unblock me. Right. I'm going to need you to unblock no, me. No, Instagram. And she said, you had me blocked, so I had to unfollow you. Cynthia, that's not how any of this works, sis. If you're blocked... Then there is no unfollow. You don't have the option to unfollow me if I've blocked you. Bloop. Right. So what are you talking about? She just wants to be back in Nene's circle. You could tell. You could totally tell. And even Peter was putting on the front because Peter was done with with Nene. First of all, Peter to me was what I would have been doing. Sitting there, dipping my chip in my guac. What no, is there but, to talk about? No, but he was adding into it, and he was saying, yeah, she missed you. Yes, this. Yeah, you know, things weren't the what? same. And why was Cynthia's, which I would have never, you don't ever give someone all of that. Why was Cynthia's wig so greasy? It was so weighed down. This is just an observation. Y'all know that I'd be looking at everything. So, um, anyway, so I thought it was funny. And this, this is the part that really, really pissed me off about Kenya when, I mean, about Cynthia, when she mentioned Kenya is my girl. Which we get to chance to see later. She's like, first well, of all, don't backtrack. That's my issue. When Nene was in the room, it was kind of like, when Nene was like, oh, based on Nene's reaction, Cynthia was like, I mean, well, yeah, you know, we good or whatever. No, Kenya is your girl. This entire season, you and Kenya have been Biggest joined thieves. at the hip. Last year, too. Get out of here with Last that year fake too. stuff, Cynthia. Yeah, she, she, if she's going to say Kenya's her girl, she needs to ride for Kenya because that's her girl. Stand in your truth. Yeah, stand And in it's your not truth. like they tried to make it as if, uh, um, as if Cynthia, uh, excuse me, if, as if Kenya is trying to replace Nene. I'm allowed to have friendships with people without this being a replacement. Like, it, what type of middle school newfangled BS but, is this? But you know what? I'm sorry. Cynthia is that way. It is very middle school new age stuff. It's like she 
she always hops on whoever is the queen bee of the show. If Kim Fields was the queen bee of the show, trust and believe Cynthia would be trying to pick out. She is my Kim's, least favorite. Kim's uh, blonde wig. Wig. Who? Cynthia? Yes. Really? She, right now, she is my least favorite because I don't like that fake stuff. Well, that's don't how be my she's friend. Been. And then, that's how she's been. I know, but I guess I was really, really. Pe- paying attention to it and so then we end with the most nail on a chalkboard worthy line girl I'm still in therapy because of you mm-hmm. why would you tell someone like Lanethia leaks this but she knows that and Lanethia leaks knows the the amount of weight that she she holds in Cynthia's heart she knows exactly what how much Cynthia meets her that's why Nini even said she was ready to talk to Cynthia when she wanted to talk to Cynthia. We saw it cut to Andy saying, hey, do you still love uh, Cynthia? Oh, with that montage. That right. they did. And they, you know what they failed to leave, what they failed to put in there is when Nene, think back, when Nene went on Watch What Happens Live. By the way, Khloe Kardashian did fabulous last night. Did you watch it? No, I saw bits and pieces. Of but um, Nene went on Watch What Happens Live and totally dragged Cynthia. But they didn't show that in the montage. Well, because we've seen, we don't need to see it. We know how Cynthia has felt about Nini. We know how whenever Nini's not friends with anybody, she all of a sudden hates them. We saw how she acted with Kim. Come on here, Wig. We saw how she acted with... Sheree. With Sheree. I'm running to the bank cashing a Trump check, sweetie. Right. And now we saw how but she acted... was getting her together. We saw how she acted with Cynthia. So, I mean, it's nothing new. And Nini knows that everyone <laughs> wants Nini there. It's just... Cynthia kisses the ground that Nene walks. Cynthia's on. entire head was in Nene's ass, and it yeah. was painful for it was irritating for yeah. me to watch. It's always like that. So let's go into some predictions. Mm-hmm. After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh, that's oh, that's new. That's a, very new. So I'm going to let you go first. My prediction is that Nene is not going to stay Cynthia's friend. I think that they gave us this teaser. They brought us back to what we used to feel like when Greg and, and Peter and Nene and they all hung out. By the way, why was Greg's hair so black? By the way, black. why was Greg was even black. there? He never yeah. said a word. Hunt the horn on him, Greg. Right. I love Greg, all he d- No. All he did was drive Nene there. That's it. Okay. Is that all for your prediction? Yes. My prediction is exactly what we saw in the teaser. I think Kenya's going to have a new bay. Ugh. For the the rest of the season, at least. Yeah. And uh, shoot, I don't know what else. Cynthia, obviously, I I honestly believe I don't think Nini and Cynthia are going to still stay friends. Really? No. Hmm. All the pic. In fairness, all the pictures that I do see of them, the, it looks like fan. Like mm-hmm. Cynthia is a fan. So yeah. I mean, well, she is a fan, but I don't know. I don't have any predictions. I'm just excited. I guess I don't have any because I saw the mid-season trailer. Yeah. So it's like a kind of anything I'm going to say is based on things that I've already seen right. in the trailer. So, um, yeah. That's it. There's that. That's Thank all. you all for tuning That's it. in. That's all, folks. I am Char Jocelle of CharSaysSo.com. You can find me everywhere on social media at CharSaysSo. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com backslash CharSaysSo. And make sure you guys go on iTunes, give us five stars, rate our show, let us know how much you love us, as well as you guys can always find me on Instagram at Pink English, as well as on Twitter, English Speak. All right, guys. 
see you next week. Next week. Hopefully with Jesse and Courtney. <laughs> Feel better, Jesse. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 